Welcome everyone once again to another episode of the NOC. Alright, so you didn't hear anybody that time. Um, that's right, this is uh, Scout the Ginger Ninja and I'm flying solo for our Christmas episode. Uh, the other guys, uh, two of the guys weren't feeling too well. So, but I have some stuff I want to talk about. And this is the Christmas episode. And first off, I just want to say Merry Christmas to all of you who listen, to anybody who listens. Hopefully there's somebody out there listening, not just aliens. Um, so, yeah, I want to, I got some stuff I want to talk about tonight. Because um, there was, there's been some news that has dropped and I want to make sure that it's somewhat certified fresh. This episode will get out before Christmas, so that's why I'm saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all, because that's what we celebrate here on the uh, NOC. We celebrate Christmas. Um, happy Hanukkah to all of you, all of those who celebrate Hanukkah. And uh, if you don't celebrate anything during Christmas, um, okay, that's cool. Works for me. Whatever works for you. This is a free country. And... So, let's see here. So, yeah, I got some stuff I want to talk about. Um, I had some presents for the guys, but they didn't show up. So, Trashman, Rev, and Shantesh. Um, yeah. I got a gift for you guys, but you guys didn't show up. So, I'll get it to you after Christmas, I guess, since I'm going to be gone. So, whatever, but Merry Christmas to you guys as well. Um, which you'll get a text and everything. So, there's some stuff that we need that I wanted to talk about tonight. And uh, a lot of it's Star Wars, but there's some other stuff that's not Star Wars that I'm interested in talking about. One thing in particular is the, uh, let's see, Netflix's Dark Crystal uh, prequel. I forget if it's a movie or series. Yeah, it's a series. So, they uh, they announced the uh, the cast finally, and it's a star-studded cast. If I can say that, I believe it is a star-studded cast. Me personally, I believe it's a star star-studded cast. So, here's what we got. This comes from Engadget.com. Uh, the three Gelfling will be voiced by Taron Egerton from Kingsman. Anya Taylor-Joy from The Witch, and Natalie Emmanuel from Game of Thrones. Other Gelfling characters will be voiced by Natalie Dormer, also from Game of Thrones, Theo James from Divergent, and Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, if you guys don't know who Helena Bonham Carter is, she played Bellatrix Lestrange in the Harry Potter series. Um, she is the wife of... Uh, Oh, what's his name? Directed uh, the... What was it? 1989 Batman? Uh, Alright, let me look this up. I gotta look this up because it's gonna bother me. Um, let's see here. Of course, if you just type in Batman, everything comes up. So, Batman movie... 
1989. I was right about that. I'm pretty happy for myself. Um, so who was it? Who was it? I cannot believe that I can't think of it. Come on. Tim Burton. Yes. She's the wife of Tim Burton. Uh, also, okay. So, uh, this continues on from Engadget. Among the cast voicing the Skeksis and Mystics are Andy Samberg, uh, who's, you know, famous for SNL and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Jason Isaacs, he played, uh, Malfoy. Draco Malfoy's dad in the uh, Harry Potter series. Mark Hamill. We all know who Mark Hamill is. Um, You know, Luke Skywalker. Keegan-Michael Key from Key and Peele. And Simon Pegg also. And it goes on and says, among others. um, uh, Let's see here. What else does this say? So Netflix Netflix VP said to match the stunning visual world of the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, we knew we had to entice some incredible voice talent. Yes, you did. To add dimension to the exquisite artistry of the puppeteers who bring the characters to life. Um, so basically that was just him, you know, saying, look, we got all this cutting edge stuff. Um. So, it does go on to say that the series will use classic puppetry with cutting-edge visual effects. So, that's pretty exciting. I'm excited about this. Um, If you've seen the pictures, the uh, pictures will... uh, The pictures are pretty cool. You can just look up uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance and you'll see the new pictures. and uh, It looks really good. Like, really good. So uh, you can get the uh, the whole cast, um, you know, just do a Google search for Dark Crystal cast and you'll see who the cast is. But yeah, I uh, wanted to talk about that. I know the uh, other guys are big Dark Crystal fans. Um, I've not actually watched the original all the way through. I tried and I fell asleep. Um, so I know, I know. I know the guys would be like, oh, Scav, come on, man. Yeah, well, sorry. Uh, So let's go on. I don't want to get into the Star Wars news yet, um, but I do want to talk about this little little piece of tech that has happened. Elon Musk's first tunnel is finished. Um, So if you want to check that out, he's got the first basically prototype tunnel finished. and it looks pretty neat. Uh, right now, it only goes 35 miles per hour. But, you know, they, they did say that it does feel like that it goes faster than that. And if you consider, from what I've heard, L.A. traffic is absolutely horrendous. 35 miles per hour is basically a dream. You know, 35 miles per hour just nonstop. Whereas, I guess, L.A. traffic is just stupid. I've never been, so I don't know. But evidently it's uh, bad enough that Elon Musk wants to build tunnels so that he can get through L.A. quicker. Um, It'll be pretty interesting to see how it all works, see how it all happens. And uh, so, yeah, speaking of Elon Musk, there was supposed to be uh, a launch this week, but it got postponed twice due to weather. So I was hoping we would get one more uh, launch before the end of the year, but doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Um, 
Let's go on from there. Let's talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. So this comes from comicbook.com. This is the uh, this is the headline: Pirates of the Caribbean reboot without Johnny Depp confirmed by Disney chief. So here's what it says. Following the declining success of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise and waning popularity of star Johnny Depp, rumors began hinting at the idea of Disney rebooting entire series with a new face and new direction. Uh, I should have added a the. Rebooting the entire series with a new face and new direction. Until today, these were nothing more than unconfirmed reports. However, those rumors became reality this week thanks to Disney's film production chief, Sean Bailey. Overseeing all of Disney's live-action projects going forward, Bailey is indeed involved with the future of the Pirates franchise. During a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, the executive confirmed that Deadpool scribes Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick were indeed working on a new Pirates of the Caribbean film and spoke confidently in the movie's ability to succeed without Depp in the lead role. I want to stop right there. This is going to be tough to do. Um, I mean, those those guys, they're obviously comedy writers because Deadpool is primarily a comedy series. So, I don't know, because I like the original Pirates movies. Um, three was not, three was okay, but I think four is where it fell off for me. And actually five was, I was surprisingly happy about five. I kind of liked it. Not going to lie. Um, (coughs) excuse me. So I got my drink here. So, uh, I don't know how this is going to work. And this could go either really, really well, or it could go really, really bad. And I hope for the sake of the series for, I mean, I don't know. I don't like the fact that Johnny Depp's not in it. So I've heard previously that they were going to go with a female lead, uh, which is fine, but I mean, you can't get another Jack Sparrow, and to me, if it's not got Jack Sparrow in it, then it's not Pirates of the Caribbean. And Johnny Depp is the only guy that I could ever see playing Jack Sparrow. So, let's continue on with this uh, article. Uh, Bailey said, quote, We want to bring in a new energy and vitality. I love the Pirates movies, but part of the reason Paul and Rhett are so interesting is that we want to give it a kick in the pants. And that's what I've asked them with. See, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that direction. Um, Let's go on. Uh, Let's see. While Bailey didn't offer any details about the new direction for the Pirates movies, the early reports and rumors suggest that it could center around a female lead character. Signs have pointed to Red, the newly added pirate in the Disney Parks ride as Jack Sparrow's 
successor. See, I've not seen who this red is, so I don't know. Don't know anything about this red character. Um, let's see. Stuart Beatty, who is the previous series screenwriter, said, I think he's had a great run talking about uh, Johnny Depp, I believe. Obviously, he's made that character his own, and it's become the character he's most famous for now. It's true. And kids all over the world love him as that character, so I think it's been great for him. It's been great for us. So I'm just very, very happy about it. Now, I want to I wanna put some money on this. Not really, but I want to say this. If this movie bombs, they'll bring Johnny Depp back. And... I have a feeling that it's not going to do very well. I mean, you can say, well, it's Disney. Disney, you know, makes a lot of money. They make good movies. Yeah, but this is a franchise that's been established with Johnny Depp as the lead Jack Sparrow. And if you see a Pirates movie, anybody who's not paying attention to this sort of stuff like we do here at the uh, Nerd Outcast... Anybody who's not who doesn't like really pay attention to that stuff, and they see that it's Pirates of the Caribbean and it's not got Johnny Depp in it, they're not they're not gonna like that. I don't think they're gonna like that too much. So let's see. Even if Depp does leave, Beatty said that Jack Sparrow would forever be part of his legacy, as he really helped the franchise take off with Curse of the Black Pearl. I love Curse of the Black Pearl. It's so great. Uh, I think Jack Spirit, he said, quote, I think Jack Spirit will be his legacy. It's the only character he's played five times. It's the character he dresses up in to visit children in hospitals. It's what he'll be remembered for. I could agree with that sentiment. I agree with that. And uh, hold on. So, yeah, it's definitely, unless unless Grindelwald takes off. If that character takes off, I mean, we still got, hopefully, hopefully, three more movies. Um, this second movie didn't do so great at the box office, I don't think. So, we'll see what happens, but, yeah, I mean... It'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens with that. But, uh, but yeah, he will definitely be forever remembered as Jack Sparrow. But, I mean, you know, he did so many, I mean, he's done so many iconic characters, too. He played Willy Wonka. Um, sure, he played Jack Sparrow five times, but he's, he's played some other iconic characters. And now he's got this Grindelwald gig, um... Which, I loved him as Grindelwald. I thought he was great. I thought he was creepy. I thought it was fun. So, yeah. I, I mean, Johnny Depp's fine. He'll be fine. Um, so, let's move off of that topic. And let's move into uh, some Star Wars stuff. Because, oh wait, no, 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 no. I got one more thing that I want to talk about before Star Wars. So, this comes from SuperheroHype.com. Um, the title is the Uncharted movie loses director Sean Levy. This is a, this is a pretty big blow. And, um, to be honest, after not hearing much, I'm not too surprised about this. 
Um, so this is uh, this is what it says. Sean Levy is no longer attached to helm the Uncharted film. According to io9, Levy has left the project in order to concentrate on Free Guy, an upcoming film starring Ryan Reynolds. Ironically enough, that movie stars Ryan, stars Reynolds as a bank teller who discovers he's a background character in a video game. Hmm. Never heard. I have not heard of that movie yet. But it sounds interesting. So, let's see here. The Uncharted video game series has been, you know, so basically it's going on saying that the Uncharted series has been one of the most uh, successful video game franchises. Um, And, let's see. Levy's departure is somewhat surprising as he spoke optimistically about the Uncharted film several times last summer. I'm actually, to be honest, I'm not surprised because I haven't heard much of anything um, about this movie lately. I mean, it's been a while since we've heard anything about this movie. Long time. So, I have a feeling that now that he's not in this anymore, <coughs> um, that it's going to go a different direction rather than having a young uh, Nathan Drake um, which I thought Tom Holland, I think Tom Holland would do a good job, but I do have a feeling here in the next, uh, week, maybe month, um, that you'll hear that Tom Holland has, uh, come off of the movie as well and that they'll go a different route. Hopefully based on that, uh, uncharted fan film, we'll get, um, Nathan Fillion for Nathan Drake. That would be cool. Not going to lie. And we all know now that they can make people younger. So, yeah, I uh, I really want to see an Uncharted movie. I think it would do really well. And I think it would be pretty cool to see happen. Especially after seeing that, uh, that fan film. So good. So good. Alright, so let's move into the uh, Star Wars um, stuff. So, Pedro Pascal is the... Uh, is the guy who's playing the Mandalorian. He recently tweeted out, uh, well, posted on Instagram pictures of the Mandalorian uh, drawn by Dave Filoni, who is an executive producer. He is also directing the first episode, probably direct more episodes. He is the, Dave Filoni is the uh, supervising, he was the supervising director for Star Wars The Clone Wars and for uh, Star Wars Rebels animated series. Both great series. If you've not watched them, watch them. They're on uh, at least The Clone Wars, I believe, is still on Netflix. And there's a season seven that's going to be released on Disney Plus next year. So definitely uh, be on the lookout for that. And uh, this Dave Filoni guy, this is a guy I want to see. Um, I want to see him head up Lucasfilm or at least be the guy that they go to for Star Wars, you know. It like they had uh, a story group with Marvel and they've talked about that they've had a story group with uh with uh, Star Wars. 
Um, I want to see Dave Filoni be like, I mean, he worked with George Lucas. He sat at the feet of George Lucas and learned from him on how to make Star Wars. And so I want to see him uh, really knock it out of the park. I want to I see him succeed. I want to see him, you know, be the guy that they go to for Star Wars if they're not going to use George Lucas. If they're just going to continue throwing him under the bus. So... There's that. Um, I'll get into spoilers here in a little bit. Uh, let's see here. I've got another small article. Yes. So, Black Panther, Black Panther's Ludwig Göransson will be scoring the Mandalorian. He scored the. He was the Black Panther composer, and he'll provide the musical score for The Mandalorian, uh, which, to be honest with you, the music for The Mandalorian wasn't, like, too memorable. So, hopefully what he does for The Mandalorian will be memorable. And, uh, I mean, I'll I'll give the guy a shot. I'm interested to hear what he's got, what he does, you know, because, I mean, here's the thing. They got all these different uh, things coming out with Star Wars. They got, you know, these different series that they're working on, these different films that they're working on. I mean, unfortunately, John Williams isn't going to be with us forever. So they have to find someone who is, you know, they'll have to find other people to compose Star Wars music, is what I'm trying to say. So... I mean, it'll, it'll be, I'm sure he'll do fine. I'm sure he'll do good. And, uh, I'm interested to see what he's got. Let's see what you got, Ludwig. Ludwig. Let's see what you got, bro. Alright. Um, so going off of that. Let's see here. I already did that. I already did that. I already did that. Um... So I guess next is getting into the meaty stuff, huh? Alright, where do I want to start with? Okay, I'll start with this one. So this is a Star Wars Episode Nine spoiler. Um, possible spoiler. This is just a, a rumor. <coughs> so, let's see. Let's see here. This is my first article from the Mirror. I've got a couple articles actually from this website. Mirror.co.uk. Title of this one is Star Wars 9 Spoilers. So there's a spoiler alert. Lando Calrissian to play a significant role in Episode 9. Yes, that's right. Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian will play a significant role in Episode 9. Hopefully. Uh... So the subtitle goes on to say Star Wars Episode 9 is a year away, but we know Lando Calrissian will play a major role in the new film, which he should have, should have had a role in stinking Episode 8. Ryan Johnson, you should have put Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian in Episode 8. He went on to, and Ryan Johnson said, you know, well, I didn't have any place to put, yeah, you did. You had perfect opportunities to put Lando Calrissian. 
there's a few spots I could put him in. So, he could have been who they called instead of Maz, since Maz was, like, a, basically a cameo, which was stupid. So, you could have put him there. They could have called him instead of called Maz. He could have been the Codebreaker. Why have this character DJ, who's not even going to be in episode 9, why have this character in there? That could have perfectly, perfectly been Lando Calrissian. Come on. Really? Really, Ryan? Really? And he could have been at the end when they were uh, trying to get a... When they were sending out an SOS and trying to get help from other people, he could have been the one that responded. He would have been the one that responded to Leia. If he had heard that message, he would have responded to Leia. So yes, Ryan, there were plenty of places you could have put Lando Calrissian. You just didn't want to do it. Um, so let's continue with this article. I got off my soapbox. Star Wars Episode IX's trailer has been getting so much attention as fans eagerly await footage from the new film. By the way, I want to talk about this. The trailer, there was rumor that the trailer was going to be released uh, Wednesday. The, what is today? So today's the 20th, and the rumor was that the trailer was going to be released Wednesday to coincide with uh, Mary Poppins' release. But that didn't happen. Why? We don't really know. Um, I think they were planning on releasing it. We already know. Everybody's pointed out that yes, we do have... I mean, that Disney does have a trailer ready. They have a teaser trailer ready to show to everyone. But they haven't released it yet. Um, I read something that... Uh, let me find that real quick. What was the reason... Hmm. Okay, I can't find it. Um, but the rumor is that uh, it's going to be released on um, Christmas Eve. Is that when the new trailer is supposedly going to be released? Don't know how I got on this. I guess because I was talking about the trailer. <clears throat> um. So evidently, there needs to be a um, an okay from a from the trailer authorities before a trailer can be released, which I guess is the uh, green screen that you see at the beginning of the trailers. They got to watch it first to make sure it's good for everyone to see all this stuff. Um, so let's go back to what I was talking about. Uh, let's see here. Where was I? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, new rumor is it's going to be uh, Christmas Eve. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <coughs> and supposedly it'll be during a uh, NFL football game on ESPN, you know, since Disney owns ESPN as well. So let's go on about this uh, Lando Calrissian article. Um, 
one of the main takeaways from these from so evidently it's been leaked somehow somewhere um but one of the main takeaways from the apparent leaks according to youtuber mike zero is the role of returning classic character lando calrissian we were uncertain of how much Lando would get involved in the events of the new film, but Zero has reported that the trailer footage includes shots of Lando and Chewbacca alongside Rey. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about that. I can't wait to see that. Uh, goes on to say, Rey is clad in black robes, and on her belt appears to be an adapted version of Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber. The fact that Lando is interacting with Rey and seems to be journeying around the round with central heroes like Rey and Chewie suggests he is doing more than just a small cameo. An increased role for Lando makes sense as a returning classic character. Considering Han Solo was killed off in The Force Awakens, followed by Luke Skywalker's death in The Last Jedi, and a small role for the late Carrie Fisher as General Leia Organa. The Calrissian family may be playing a role too, considering rumors that British actress Naomi Ackie may in fact be playing Lando's daughter in the sequel film. Let's hope Lando survives. Yes, yes. So, sounds pretty interesting. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, you know, you can't, you can't, I mean, come on. Lando Calrissian, come on. I thought Donald Glover did a great job as Lando in the Solo movie. If you haven't seen the Solo movie, what are you doing? Go watch it. Um, so, here's a... Excuse me. Here's here's a... Uh, kind of a description on of some of the things that may be seen in the trailer. So, spoilers again. Um, this comes from we got this covered.com. As anyone who is keeping track of the various rumors leading up to the first Avengers Endgame teaser may know, leaked trailer descriptions are nearly always pure fan fiction. But with the first set of footage from Star Wars Episode 9 widely predicted to be out before the year is over, hopefully we won't have to wait too long before the latest piece of hearsay is proven wrong or right. In any case, The Express has relayed reports of some alleged content in the trailer for J.J. Abrams' next film, and as you'd imagine, much of the focus is on Kylo Ren, who's said to even provide some voiceover narration to the preview. On top of that, there's reportedly a shot of Adam Driver and the Knights of Ren walking in the woods at night with a bright moon in the background, and to be fair, there's been enough talk of the Knights, of, the Knights returning to suggest that we may well be seeing them before the trilogy is concluded. We better, we better see the Knights of Ren. Why in the world would they be mentioned or shown in episode seven? And then Ryan Johnson's just like, oh, these guys don't exist. What the crap? Why weren't they in episode eight? They should have been in episode eight. Um, so hopefully we see them in episode nine. This article continues, what's more, there's said to be a clip of Poe and Finn riding quote-unquote horses, presumably horse-like creatures, towards a large building in a grassy environment while the Millennium Falcon flies over their heads. And again, set photos from the film make this all quite plausible. So there are some, okay. 
There are also alleged images of Ray holding a reforged version of the Skywalker lightsaber. Okay, so let me talk about this real quick. So what I've heard, what I've read, is that this lightsaber is going to be very similar to Kylo Ren's. In the fact that it's very quote-unquote knight-like. So what that means is <clears throat> it's going to be kind of like a Claymore type lightsaber like Kylo Ren's due to the fact that the kyber crystal is cracked like Kylo Ren's. Um, how do I feel about this? I don't know. Um, I was hoping that she... I was hoping during this time jump, because we know there's going to be a time difference between episode 8 and episode 9, I was hoping that the time jump would have her with a brand new crystal and we would see her forging a brand new lightsaber, not just using a broken one that we've already seen. Because um, we've yet to still see officially someone creating and building a lightsaber on film in the movies we've not seen that yet yes there is that deleted scene which i would suggest everyone watch i don't know why it was cut but there is a deleted scene that you can uh see i believe it's on the star wars blu-ray but it shows luke skywalker building his lightsaber at the beginning of episode six and um it's such a great moment, and everybody needs to watch that. If you've never seen it before, fire it up and watch that, because that's such a cool moment. And so, I don't know. I mean, okay. I mean, it'll probably look cool, but I just wish she was making her own lightsaber with her own kyber crystal and all this stuff. I was really hoping that she would have a double-bladed lightsaber. So, yeah. Um... So continuing on, uh, there's a glimpse of General Leia on the bridge of a ship with some light behind her that perhaps suggests a big explosion. As for sequel trilogy newcomers, Lando is supposedly shown in the Falcon taking out TIE fighters. Heck yeah! While Dominic Monaghan and Naomi Aki's characters are seen guarding a building on the aforementioned grassy world. The one where... Uh, Poe and Finn are riding horses. Whatever. Again, these kind of reports usually turn out to be fraudulent, and these certainly sounds like something a fan could have pieced together from various rumors and leaked set material. But with any luck, the real Star Wars Episode Nine trailer will be with us before Christmas. That is what I'm hoping for. And we'll see what really is going to happen in episode nine and hopefully hopefully we will get a title to episode nine that's what i'm looking for that is what i'm looking forward to so let's uh let's move on i've talked about that so i can get rid of that don't need that all right um let me make sure yeah i talked about okay all right, so uh, this one this one's kind of cool. Uh, I should have started off with this, but anyways, um, it's a quickie. Star Wars legend George Lucas is named the richest celebrity in the U.S. from Forbes. 
George Lucas is officially the wealthiest celebrity in the U.S. This comes from Yahoo Finance. Having notched up a vast fortune of $5.4 billion, topped Forbes Magazine's third annual Richest Celebrities list released yesterday. So it was released on the 19th. Um, so yeah, George Lucas, congratulations. You are a rich man. $5.4 billion is a lot of money. All right. So this comes from the mirror.co.uk as well. I don't know how I feel about this. We'll see. Let me get rid of those two tabs. All right. The title for this article is Star Wars franchise is being quote unquote reset according to a new report. Lucasfilm is re resetting the Star Wars franchise. It's been a rough ride for Star Wars as of late. Yes, it has. First, there was the backlash over The Last Jedi, when the lackluster, then the lackluster response to Solo, A Star Wars Story. Solo, A Star Wars Story is a good, fantastic Star Wars movie, and it's probably my favorite Star Wars movie since Disney took over. And <clears throat> that's the truth. It is the best Star Wars movie since Disney took over. Sure, that's my opinion, or my opinion, but it's a fact. Um, let's see. Now it seems as if the Star Wars franchise isn't as untouchable as it would seem. Before you get all panicked, the rumors of course, quote unquote, course correction. It seems as if that particular rumor is overblown. It does seem as if Disney is having a rethink, though. The annual Lego Star Wars Day at Legoland, California is the main issue at the moment. Fansite Rebel Scum reports that the spring event there has been canceled, making this year the last one for a few years. It says, quoting an unnamed source, that, quote, the motivation was to refocus expenditure and limit Star Wars exposure to reset the franchise and allow fans to heal, end quote. There's plenty of debate to be had over what a quote-unquote reset means, but having a break isn't outside the realms of possibility. Fans can take heart in the fact one bomb and a few negative comments do not crash down a whole franchise. At least not yet. Hopefully we'll get a better idea where Star Wars is going after Episode Nine is released in on December 20th, 2019. Um, so I kind of had a feeling that this was going to happen. I mean, they're saying that episode nine is going to be the end of the Skywalker saga. That concerns me because all we've ever known is the Skywalker saga. So I don't know how they're going to end the Skywalker saga. I don't know. It just makes me nervous. Um, we'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be okay. Uh, but, you know, one one thing I am very interested about is what Benioff and Weiss are doing with their series of films. <clears throat> Those are the guys who um, have been working on Game of Thrones as of late. 
and they were announced, I think it was a year or two ago, that they would be doing a series of films. So I'm hoping what they're doing is that we're going to go back to the Old Republic um, because that's not something that we've seen in uh, on film before. And uh, if you've ever checked out the Old Republic video game, I highly suggest it. It's a great video game. You can actually get it on multiple app stores. You can get it on um, the um, Apple App Store. You can get it on Android Play Store. You know, it's it's a great game. I highly suggest playing it. And, uh, you know, it's pretty cheap on Steam if you've got a computer. And pretty much any computer nowadays can run it. So uh, go out, play that game, check it out. It's a lot of fun, great storytelling, just a fantastic game. And uh, so I hope we go back to, I hope that they do that. I hope that they do uh, the Old Republic stuff because that's some good stuff. That's some meaty Star Wars stuff in there. And so the last thing I want to talk about regarding Star Wars, um, probably be the last thing for the night, is uh, this comes from ScreenRant.com. So, I haven't been keeping up with this uh, comic book series, but I really want to. There's the new Darth Vader comic book series. And uh, they just revealed something major about Darth Vader, about Anakin Skywalker. Uh, And the title of this is Star Wars Anakin Skywalker's Father Finally Revealed. Hmm, but I thought he didn't have a father because that's what Shmi said. Well, it's true. The mystery of Anakin Skywalker's birth has finally been solved, confirming who was really responsible for his mother's pregnancy, changing the Star Wars mythology forever. The revelation has arrived in the pages of the canon Darth Vader comic book, proving one long-held fan theory mostly true in its claims that Anakin Skywalker was designed or engineered, not conceived naturally, but with one major difference. Since the Star Wars movies have moved into the future of the Skywalker legacy and taken Luke back into the Force, it seems the perfect time to learn how the same Force brought Anakin into being. Needless to say, there are going to be some major spoilers for the true birth and purpose of Anakin Skywalker ahead. But for those happy to discover the new canonical origins of The Chosen One, keep reading. So... Anakin's mother claimed there was no father. Uh, we do know that. Um, we do know that Qui Gon believed that he was possibly conceived by the Force, and uh, because let's uh, let's go on with this article. Uh, Qui Gon inquired as to the identity of Anakin's father. His mother Shmi did confirm that Anakin's link to the Force came from his father, but not the way Qui-Gon expected. According to Shmi, quote, this is from the movie, episode one, The Phantom Menace. There was no father. I carried him. I gave birth. I raised him. I can't explain what happened. Even in the world of Star Wars, a cosmic variation on the Immaculate Conception is a major development, and Qui-Gon knew to bring the boy back to the cradle of the Jedi. The boy he believed whom the Jedi had been waiting for. The Chosen One. The one who would bring balance to the Force. I added that last bit. The Chosen One. The one who would bring balance to the Force. Qui-Gon believed that the Force created Anakin. He brought him before the uh, the Council. The Council was like, no, you cannot train this boy. 
Um, they did a blood test. His midichlorian count was off the charts. Um, even more so than Master Yoda's, which had never been seen before. Anakin Skywalker was created by manipulating the dark side of the Force. That's what we're learning out. That's what we're learning and finding out about. As many fans have suspe- have suspected, but the a- identity of his father guarantees that fans will never see the Star Wars saga the same way again. One last time, prepare yourself for this major spoiler. This is a spoiler if you read the comics. Are you ready? Are you ready for this spoiler? Are you ready to find out who it was that created Anakin Skywalker? Who is it? Who is it? Yes, Star Wars fans. Darth Vader number 25 confirms that Anakin Skywalker was the result of... And this is where Mari would say, to a certain someone, you are the father of Anakin Skywalker. He it was the result of dark side midichlorian manipulation inside of Shmi Skywalker's womb, performed personally by, yes, you are the father, Emperor Palpatine. And for those who might wonder how Anakin would actually be able to learn such an earth-shattering truth without suspicion of it being further manipulation by his Sith Master, the circumstances of the story help explain. As those who have been reading the Darth Vader series thus far, writer Charles Soule and artist Giuseppe Comuncoli, I probably pronounced that wrong, uh, let's see, have been rolling out one massive change to the Star Wars canon after another. Inarguably, arguably, each better than the last. So during this series, they've explained how that Darth Vader built his castle to save Padme. Um, he did succeed in his mission to tear a hole between the realm of life and that of the living force. And when he entered that tear, um, Vader was shown in his force form, which was basically a roiling figure of dark energy. He was able to relive all of the most pivotal moments of his life and none more startling than seeing his mother during her pregnancy with Darth Sidious's arms encircling her, hands curled in Sith sorcery, forming the swirl of energy inside of her that would one day emerge as Anakin Skywalker. And you can see the image, if you do a Google search, you can see the image from the... Uh, from the comic book um it's pretty crazy really because i always thought it was you know darth plagueis but let's see what happens um so yeah the sith anakin The Sith created Anakin, the Chosen One. Anakin was created by dark side energy. No wonder he went to the dark side. So, ever since Chancellor Palpatine informed Anakin about the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise and his mastery over life and death, fans have theorized and speculated that George Lucas was hinting at something far more than fairy tales. 
the story of the Sith Lord who learned how to manipulate midichlorians to create life, and the apprentice who killed him in his sleep was much more than it seemed. Anakin only heard that he could keep his wife alive through the dark side, but fans heard Darth Sidious confirming he had killed his master after learning that same power to create life. <clears throat> the knowing looks at Anakin were all the evidence fans needed, and in the Darth Plagueis novel by James Luceno, great novel, wish it was still canon. The story was laid out, but cloaked in vague details and presumed connections. That story suggested that Darth Plagueis and Darth Sidious reached out through the Force to try to create a child that they could use as an ultimate weapon, but the midichlorians, sensing their attempt, foiled their plans to create a child that would bring about the end of the Sith instead. Of course, that was before Disney bought Lucasfilm and wiped Plagueis from canon, along with all other novels, until they can be reworked into the new Star Wars canon. The same attempt to, mess, to massage the story of Darth Plagueis back into canon could be at work here. That's true. They could be using this to kind of bring back Darth Plagueis into canon. Hopefully they do, because, come on. He is a part of canon. We know that, because he's mentioned in the movies. So, just bring him back. Even if the comic book shows that Emperor Palpatine had a far more personal role in the manipulation of midichlorians to create Anakin. In fact, the passage from Darth Plagueis in which Count Dooku informs Palpatine of Qui-Gon's discovery reads completely different in this new context. Take a look. So this is, I believe, this is from the, um, so I believe this is from the comic book. I'll go ahead and read it. Well, maybe not, but I'll go ahead and read this. Uh, Qui-Gon returned from Tatooine with a former slave boy. According to the boy's mother, the boy had no father, perhaps conceived by the force, as Qui-Gon believes. Palpatine's head snapped back. Does this have something to do with the prophecy you spoke of? Everything. Qui-Gon believes that the boy, Anakin is his name, stands at the center of a vergence in the Force and believes further that his finding him was the will of the Force. Blood tests were apparently performed and the boy's con concentration of midichlorians is unprecedented. What is known about this Anakin, says, the Pal says Palpatine. Very little, except for the fact that he was born into slavery nine years ago and was, until recently, along with his mother, the property of Gardula the Hutt, then a Tordarian junk dealer. Dooku smirked. Also, that he won the Boonta Eve classic pod race. Palpatine had stopped listening. Nine years old, conceived by the Force. Is it possible? Until now, it was still just a rumor and fan theory that suggested Darth Sidious had been the closest thing to a father Anakin Skywalker had. And now that the comic has seemingly confirmed he did the job personally, perhaps the only attempt that worked, fans will need to re-examine the entire Skywalker line. If we're being honest, Kylo Ren being Emperor Palpatine's great-grandson would explain a lot. Yes, it would. I don't know how I feel about that. <coughs> I mean, it's always... I mean, I can't do anything about it. But it's always been known that Anakin was conceived, immaculately conceived somehow, 
but now we know how we know that uh, we do know now that Darth Sidious used dark side energy to manipulate the midichlorians to create life I'll continue that the line is it possible to learn this power oh, this is from the trailer not from a Jedi alright so so yeah that was kind of a kind of like I did not expect to see that today so it's pretty interesting Emperor Palpatine Darth Sidious is Anakin Skywalker's father hmm well 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 that just that I mean well what do you do about that can't do anything about it um except just go along with whatever Disney and Lucasfilm's doing now with Star Wars um I just hope that, like I said before, that they are talking to Dave Filoni about this stuff and that, you know, all that stuff. So, because he's the guy that I think should be running Star Wars. Star Wars. I, I, I mean, I think he'd be great at Lucasfilm, but Lucasfilm has more properties than just Star Wars. They have Indiana Jones and all this other stuff, and... I would like to see Dave Filoni, you know, head up the Star Wars side of Lucasfilm. You know, he would be the final, he would be the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars universe. So, yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, so that's it for my solo episode tonight. I hope you all had a great time listening um, hopefully I wasn't too boring. I was trying not to be. First time I've done a solo episode of uh, the Nerd Outcast. I'm sure you guys mi- missed hearing the Trash Man, the Rev, and Shantesh Medina. I can say that since he can't correct me. So, haha, <laughs> Shantesh. So, yeah. Um, good stuff. I hope everyone has a fantastic Christmas. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and that, you know, just have some good time, spend some time with your family, get some cool, you know, get some cool toys, celebrate with your family, give them some cool toys and, uh, you know, just enjoy what this time of year is all about. You know, we here at the Nerd Outcast are Christians. And so, you know, we believe that it's, uh, you know, we celebrate Jesus's birth at this time of year. So, um, you know, we, he is the reason, you know, this is so cliche and I can't believe I'm saying it, but he is, you know, he is the reason for the season. He's the reason that we're all here. Um, you know, if he hadn't come as a, as a baby and you know what what not we we wouldn't be here it's all because of him and uh you know he came so that we could be free so that we could be saved from our sins and uh i hope you think about that during this time of year um when you're hanging out with your family you know just remember that 
It's all because of Jesus. And I think there's a song in there somewhere. So, yeah, everyone take care. Have a Merry Christmas. And, you know, do some nerdy stuff. Have some nerdy fun. And keep your powder dry. <laughs>